This week we read where Balak hires Bilam, the greatest sorcerer of his generation, and perhaps the greatest of all time, to curse Kal Yisrael. As we know, Bilam was a prophet. But Hashem tells him, you may go with Balak's delegation, however, you may not say anything except what I tell you to say. And when Bilam takes a look at Kal Yisrael, he exclaimed, How good are your tents, Yaakov? So why was he so fascinated with their dwelling places? So Rashi quoting a Gemara Masechtes Bava Basra explains, Al Shiroha Pischeim, because he saw their entrances, She'ena Mechavonen Zeh Mulzeh. The openings of their tents were not facing each other. Their doors and windows weren't aligned. So why did that impress him? There's a quote attributed to the Kotzke Rebbe. If I am I because I am I, and you are you because you are you, then I am I and you are you. However, if I am I because you are you, and you are you because I am I, then I'm not I and you are not you. What the Katskarebi is saying is, identity is built from within. If we are all defined only by how we measure up to others, then no true self-identity can exist. The question we have to ask ourselves is, are we living a life to fit into a certain box or to fit a certain profile or image? Or are we living the life we are truly meant to live? Reb Nossin, the esteemed student of Reb Nachman of Breslov, says something really profound. Every person has their own unique path to avoid this Hashem, their unique approach and how they connect to the Bayra Olam. Says Reb Nossin, this is what the Pasik is teaching us. Ma toivu halecha Yaakov. When is it ma toivu? When is it good and noble? She'ena mechavon and zemulzeh. When we are not exactly aligned, when we are not similar and comparable, and we can still live in peace and harmony with each other, we can still accept and respect each other despite our differences, then it's Matoivu Alecha Yaakov. As we realize that we all have a common goal of serving our Creator. And that's why Bilam was so awed by Klal Yisrael. Today it's invoked for families living in the city to leave their homes for the summer months of July and August and head up to the Catskill Mountains. So years ago, families would crowd into their dilapidated, run-down, two-room bungalows for the summer, as we have been doing for the better part of five decades. And despite the lack of comfortable accommodations, we all looked forward to the time we spent in the bungalow colony, surrounded by friends in a relaxed and carefree atmosphere. Nowadays, most people don't tolerate such bungalows. It's beneath our dignity. It doesn't match our image. So what changed? Years ago, most people who went up to the mountains tolerated or even cherished and enjoyed that lifestyle. Because when everyone around us is living based on a certain standard, we are also happy living that way. But as soon as people start living on a higher standard, it causes a ripple effect. And within a short time, no one is happy with what they used to be content with. And that brings on animosity and dissension. Envy and jealousy begin. My friend has a nicer kitchen. He has a bigger deck, a nicer grill. My neighbor has a nicer garden. When we feel a sense of ownership and the challenge of competition, we feel threatened and have to fight for our territory. When we live with a feeling of affluence and entitlement, it prevents us from enjoying what we have. Furthermore, when we are concerned with our own eminence and maintaining a grandiose self-image, we automatically become judgmental. 
Now the people that were good enough being our friend and our neighbor in the bungalow county back in the day don't make the cut anymore. We don't want to be associated with them anymore. We are looking for people that fit our profile, people that we can put on our shidduch resume. People that aren't aligned with our so-called image and persona are no longer welcome in our circles. Says Reb Nelson, How beautiful are your tents because they are not aligned. It is admirable when we can respect our differences. However, when we resent others because he's either too yeshivish, too litvish, too chasidish, or he doesn't wear my type of hat, not balabatish enough, when we start labeling others, then it's the opposite of taif. The Gemara says in Mesechtes Brachos, "Kishem shepartzufeim shoinim kach deoseim shoinus." Just like no two faces are ever alike, likewise every person has a mind of their own. So I once saw a beautiful idea: "Kishem shepartzufeim shoinim." Just like I understand that my friend's face is not exactly like mine, and I don't hold it against them, it doesn't affect our friendship. Likewise, kach deoseim shoinus. We should also understand that every person has their own mindset and not be upset when they have a different opinion than ours. Sunday was the 11th yard set of Leibi Klatsky, a name that will forever be etched in our minds and hearts. I had the privilege of sitting next to him in shul every Friday night. We will never forget how all of Klai Yisrael came together as one to search for him in the wee hours of the night. It didn't matter what background or affiliation. We were all parents looking for our child. And when the tragic news came down, we all broke down and cried and mourned for him as if he was our own son. We don't have to wait for times of tragedy to come together as a nation. We should value and respect each other at all times, despite our differences. The Torah teaches us to accept and embrace friends and neighbors, even though they are not exactly aligned with our vision and values. And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.